0: Amen. Heavenly Father, we bless you and praise you today. Lord, it's good to, for us to come together and to celebrate another Sabbath day. And God, we know we're living in those days which uh, it's what will be called the time of Jacob's trouble. We believe that God, our nation, and we believe that our people and uh, even the people within the church realm are really going to face some things as the days approach us. We just ask your blessings upon us. We ask that everything we do and say today be done for thy glory. We pray it all and ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's open our red books to page number three, if we can this morning. Good, B-flat. Lift him up, lift him up, lift the name of Jesus higher. Lift him up, raise his banner to the sky. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw. Forever lift your voices to the sky He said if we won't praise His name Then the rocks and stones will cry love, show his love, show his love to everybody, show his love, let your candle always shine. He said that by the love we show, they will know we're his disciples. All ye people show his love. First, first. Lift him up, lift him up. Lift the name of Jesus Fire. Lift him up, raise his banner to the sky. He said, if I... I will draw men unto me, lift him up, all ye people, lift him up. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise his righteousness forever. Praise the Lord, lift your voices He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Lift him up, all ye people, lift him up. Show his love, show his love. Love to everybody Show His love Let your candle always shine He said that by the love we show They will know we're His disciples Show His love all ye people give to you this morning there's nothing greater than the love of God amen couldn't have been displayed any greater there than Calvary's cross I'm telling you something when I'm sure he felt like coming down off of that cross when the pain began to rack through his soul but bless the Lord he stayed there and he endured didn't he yes he did and we thank God for that we thank God he was lifted up on Calvary's tree and uh, that he Completed the work that uh, God had given him to do. We'll do this in A flat. Page number nine in the Red Book. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply. Stained within Sinking to rise no more But the master Of the sea Heard my despairing cry From the waters Lifted me Now say How am I Love Lifted I said love lifted me When nothing else could help I said love lifted me All my heart to heal my guilt Ever to Him I cling In His blessed presence live Ever His praises sing Love so mighty and so true Merits my soul's best song Faithful loving service to, to Him belongs I sang love lifted me. I sang love lifted me when nothing else could help. I sang love. Lifted me verse again. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, buried deeply, sane within, seeking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. From the waters Lifted me How safe How am I I sing Love Lifted me I sing Love Lifted me When Nothing love lifted me same verse I was sinking deep in sin far from the peaceful shore buried deeply stained within seeking to rise no more but the master of the sea heard my despairing cry, from the waters lifted me, now say, am oh my, I sang love lifted me, I sang love. I sing, love lifted me, hallelujah, love lifted me, amen, amen. Any testimonies this morning? Okay, thank you. Well, good, amen, hallelujah. You know I think that's so good when uh, we give the, the good Lord praise for everything that's done. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm sure that it blesses him. Anybody else with a testimony? Tell more about you? You love the Lord? Always will. I know you do. nothing not a thing amen amen anybody else there's a song found on page 257 trying to do some out of the book it's not always easy so much easy to do for somebody playing a guitar and leading uh on songs out of the book but i love to i love to do them and i love to hear people sing them page 257 this morning and we'll do this in the key of g i For some reason, I don't know what it is, but I can't hardly hardly see my book, and I can't hardly see the words on it, but everybody just sang loud enough, and we'll be okay. Oh, that will be glory for me, glory for me, glory for me. shall look on His face, that will be glory, be glory for me, oh, that will be glory for me, glory for me. face that will be glory, be glory for me. When all of my tribe through. singing and i know when you're in the shower or the bathroom and you're singing that's that might be when it happens you ever miss me singing along and all of a sudden you snorkel (laughs) you make that snorkeling noise you know i did and it threw me off real good and i like to never find my way back (laughs) thank you lord thank you jesus hey i'll give a testimony this morning i love the lord he saved my soul many many years ago and uh I can honestly say that it's the greatest thing that I've ever done in my life. I've done things that's out in the world. Uh, I've done things that a lot of people would enjoy doing. And uh, I just know they're just a little bit, you know, off of the straight and narrow. But uh, the Lord never let me wander very far. And I can always say that He was there to bring me back into the fold when I slipped just a little bit. And I remember when me and Connie were first married. And we had two little kids at that time, and uh, we were struggling financially, as most people would be in a new marriage, but oh, how good it was when it was time to go to church. I was always so pleased that Connie didn't ever, uh, she didn't ever give me any trouble whatsoever. Uh, She didn't give me any trouble when it came to serving the Sabbath day. In fact, she was a real strong person in all of that and raised our little children the way that we felt like they should go. And, uh, you know, the benefits of serving God in that way are unlimited. Amen? Amen. Faith in God works, you know, so strongly for the Christian and the believer. I want to talk about that a little bit this morning in our message. And uh, hopefully today we're going to receive a good blessing for being here. Justin, are you ready to come up? You ready? I am? Well,. (laughs) Mercy, let me, let me try to find another one. <laughs> I always said his hearing wasn't the best. <laughs> pretty, good, pretty good hearing. Well, I had another one marked here. Here we go. Let's try to do a little bit of page 220, and we'll do this one in B-flat. I'm pressing on the upward way, new heights I'm gaining every day. Still praying as I'm onward bound. Lord, plant my feet on high. Lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven's table land A higher plane than I have found Lord, plant my feet on high man Pressing on the upward way New heights I'm gaining. into a word or two there and I thought well what should I do what should I do and by the time my thinker said well this is what you ought to do I was done past that place (laughs) amen well we're having a little bit of fun with uh, 210 Brenda, come up here and get a mic- microphone and help me out on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll do, we'll do yeah, this that, one.
1: That is a good
2: song. I've been to this church.
0: And, uh,
2: it's going to be on the black mic. <laughs> you got it, don't You it,
0: I'm really, I'm having just an extremely hard time seeing for some reason. Well,
3: you
0: don't need to see for this. Let me see if I can. Are we ready? Well, wait just a minute. Let me get it. let me get it propped up so I can see it.
4: I'm in this church, this glorious church. I wasn't drawn. I was born, I had a a new birth birth. Some Some glorious glorious day day. Here we go I'm gonna sell away I'm in His grace, grace. not by my works
0: I'm in this church church. He was was left out
4: There was no place Where he was welcome here on earth. But he had a plan
0: for a house that shall forever stand. I'm
4: in this
0: church. I'm not doing it any good. I'm not doing it any good at all. I think we can sing it together. I'm in this church. This glorious church,
4: church, I didn't join, join, but I was born, born, I've had a new birth. birth. Some glorious glorious day, gonna gonna sail away. It's by by His His grace, grace, not by my works, I'm in in this this church. He was left out. There was no place we was welcome here on earth, but He had a plan for, for a house that shall forever stand. He spoke these words upon this rock: I'll build my
0: church.
4: Now we got it.
0: Yeah, I think we got it. Now you'll do it. You again. got
4: it, Sarah. <laughs>
0: I'm in this church, this glorious church, I didn't join in I was born, I had a new
4: birth. Some glorious day, gonna sail away, it's by His grace, not by my works, I'm in this church when Jesus came. He was left out there was no place where he was welcome here on earth but he had a plan for us that shall forever stand he spoke these words upon this rock I'll build my church oh yeah well if we keep on doing it
0: we'll get better, better we will be we will get better all the time amen Thank you, Brenda. How many believe he's still building the church? Amen. Yes. Yeah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord.
2: Well, happy Sabbath, everybody. Yeah, it's sure good to be in the house of the Lord this morning with like-minded fellow Christians and... Everybody seems to have a good smile on their face this morning. I I think maybe everybody enjoyed that cooler weather we had last week or something. I know I did. It was just a a pleasure to be able to go out for a walk and maybe go to the car and come back and not be drenched in full sweat. (laughs) You know, although my name is sweat, I don't particularly like to sweat that much. (laughs) When I was younger, summertime, I, I couldn't wait for summertime to get here. You know, I was going to be with my friends and be out of school, you know. And we would go riding motorcycles and doing things. Of course, we had to work in the hay fields and all that, too. But you know what? It was a good time. It was a lot of fun. But I'm, I'm, I'm getting up close to 50 years old, and now I think I like wintertime much better, especially here in Oklahoma. We don't have real harsh winters, so I'm looking forward to that crisp air coming and seeing the fall come and the colors of fall how many likes to see the trees turning and changing of the seasons? I do. I like to see that. I like that uh, we have a little bit something different to look forward to. It'd be awful to live in a climate where it's all the same all the time. You know, even in the tropical areas where it's really pretty out, but, you know, it's all the same every day. I kind of like something different. I like to look forward to feeling the changing of the seasons and things like that, you know. And also those changings of the seasons remind us of the word of God and what Solomon has told us that everything has a season. You know, and that's a good word, isn't it? We can think about that in many many things of our life and we can and and put that to a a test sometimes. We we get down. I, I do. I'm a human being. Sometimes I get depressed and I get upset about something, but you know what? It doesn't last long. It's just a season. It's going to pass. I'm going to have another day ahead that's going to be much better than what I had yesterday. God is good. How many believe God's good? Amen. We serve a God worthy of our praise, worthy of the joy that we have inside of us. Because if I didn't have God to praise, I don't think I would be near as happy of a person. I don't don't believe I could be. I, I can't see how people that are of the world can have much hope because their hope is in their homes and their mortgages and their cars. Maybe they got, you know, this or that that they put into it. But, you know, my hope is just one, one place that I can put all my hope. And I'm sure you're putting it right there, too. And it's right at the feet of Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, the God that came in the flesh. Will you think about that just for a minute? God came in the flesh. Hallelujah. Not for our sins, or not for His sins, but for our sins. He came because He loved us so much. That's what it's all about. pastor said this morning it's about love, and it is. It's truly about love. God loved us so much that He came and bore the sins of the world. I love what we're doing today at Seventh-day Bible Church and the worldwide church I know is working hard to make uh, reparations and and be be ready for God uh, to come. We live in a world full of struggle full of turmoil and how about this word confusion you can see that everywhere can't you everybody around you just looks like they're just you know maybe a zombie fight if you will you watch them go into Walmart and you watch them go in places and they walk around they go back to their car and they get their mask and they walk towards the door but they don't know where to go in because everything's changed they're hurting you in another area and so the whole world is confused in so many ways. And that's just one little example. But you know what? If your eyes are upon God, the, the things of this world is not going to matter much. Amen? We serve that kind of a God, a God that's going to lead you. He said, my people, they, they hear my voice. And we want to be that way. We want to hear his voice. We want God to lead us because it's confusing now. It's very confusing. But just wait till tomorrow. Wait till the next day and the next day after that. It's going to get really bad. But if we're focused on God, if we're focused upon his word, and we set our mind upon those things which are above, we can't get lost. We're going to follow God wherever he goes. And we serve God today that's moving. He's not a stagnant God. And we know that what his word said that we're going to come into this time of Jacob's trouble so we want to be ready. We want to prepare ourselves. That's what we're here doing today. We're reading God's word. We're singing his songs. We're putting on that garment of praise. I love that. I love to be able to put that garment on. The world don't have that garment. They can't take on that joy and that spirit of God because they haven't let him into their heart and they don't know how to praise God. But if you could just learn to praise God, all of those things of this world, they just the cares of the world, they just seem to fall off your shoulders, don't they? When you just sing a little song or you you say a prayer for somebody and you can feel the joy of the Lord. I'm going to tell you something. I didn't give my testimony a minute ago because I felt like I might just stand up and start preaching. I just wanted to wait to the right time. I was driving in this morning and and I was singing a song. And I know this has happened to you all too, but I was singing a song and I had just prayed. I said, Lord... I, you know, forgive me of my sins, God. I want to really have that closer walk with you. You know, just me driving in. Sometimes you can never get closer to God than when it's just you alone. You know, and there's no distractions. I turned the radio off. I was listening to the Christian radio. I turned it off and I prayed. And in my mind, I just started singing a little song. And you know, I sang that song and it said, "You know, you're sanctified and holy." And it just stopped me in my tracks. Praise God, you're sanctified and holy. His word says, my people are a peculiar people. I'm different than everybody else out there. I'm different because God has made me different. I'm different today because he lives inside of me. And his word comes out through me. I thank God for what he's done for me in my life. That's my testimony. God saved me when I was yet in my sins and I was mired deep in sin. Let me tell you, it was awful. But today, I don't have to live that life. I got a life of victory. I got a life of prosperity because God has his hand upon me. And God loves me so much. Amen. We serve a living God worthy of our praise. Worthy of our, of our, our hope and everything that we put into him. He, he's done it for a reason. And you know what? You're sanctified and holy today. Each one of you, when you decided that you was going to let God come into your life and make a change in your life, and you died to your flesh, you died to those things of your flesh, that that flesh that's iniquity against God, you know, when you do that, God sanctifies you and He makes you holy. And then as you work towards that uh, sanctification, sanctification is a, of a lifetime. You know, you have to work towards that. But God has made you a peculiar people, and He's gave you that drive and that through that drawing power that He has of His Holy Spirit. How many thankful for that drive of the Holy Spirit this morning? Amen. Well, today is August the 22nd of 2020. There's a lot of twos in there. Two, two, 20, oh, two, oh. <laughs> A whole bunch of twos and zeros. But we know that uh, this year has is, is sure you know, been a tough year, and uh, it's going to be gone. It's going to be like a season, like I said a minute ago. We'll be looking back sometime and thinking about this year and knowing that it was a, a starting point of something that had happened, I, I believe, and we're going to look back and, and, and be able to think particularly when it all really started for us and how this movement has started against God. And uh, so we're going to look forward to tomorrow, but knowing that it might be a little bit rough, but God is going to always be with us. We can continue to pray, and we can pray for better days. And as our bulletin says, we want to remember to always pray for our government leaders and our men and women that serve this great country and to pray for our country daily. God has his hand upon the United States of America. We, we can see a lot of uh, destruction going on, but there are people that are uh, righteous people called of God that are doing the right thing. I believe that there are righteous people called of God in our government today. I believe that they're there. I believe it's God's hand that sets these kingdoms up, and it's God's hand that brings them down. So we want to pray God. God, have your hand upon the United States of America always. As far as the birthdays go, um, the August birthdays, Doe Yakely's birthday is on the 4th, and Opa's birthday was on the 12th. Ron Graham's is on the 23rd. Let's give all of them a big hand. Don't see any anniversaries, but uh, but I'm sure there's going to be some... Uh, anniversary coming up in the next month or so if there's anybody that you know of uh, birthday or anniversary that we didn't put in here let's make sure to get with Ron he'll get it in the bulletin and uh, speaking of the bulletin Ronnie you're doing a great job on the bulletin uh, everybody knows that it, it takes a lot of work to be able to sit down and go to the computer each week you got to do all that put it all in there and it takes time thank you for what you're doing it's, and you're doing a great job and it's a beautiful bulletin amen He's always good to have something good that he writes in here too. And if you'll read those, there's always some good scriptures in there. And they're uplifting. And they're always appropriate for the time that we're uh, living in today. So thank you, Ron, for that. At this time, I'm going to call on uh, Brother Niles if you'll come up and read the Ten Commandments. Can you do it this morning or I can do it for you? Okay. Well, uh, let's go ahead and do the Ten Commandments if we will. Exodus, the 20th chapter, starting in verse 1, it says, And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which hath brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and to the third and fourth generations of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless. That taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, Thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, Nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that was then thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all of them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. Amen. That's good that we read these. Uh, We'll be reading the Lord's Prayer. It says, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Y'all may be seated. This time I'll have... Sarah come up and uh, Uncle Ronnie come forward and we'll take up the offering. Thank you, Ron. Sister Regina, do you have some music this morning? She's shaking her head. No, that's okay. We, when you do have music for us, you're a blessing, and so we know that sometimes uh, she has a little bit of trouble, you know, in her body and in her, and things going on with her. So I know you, you might have had a rough week. We're going to give you a break. We'll lift you up in prayer, we love you. And uh, let me tell you something: when you were gone. I don't know if everybody told you this, but you, you was gone here a while back with a friend and th- that needed some help. And Sarah done such a marvelous job. I, you probably heard it from others, but I wanted to tell you from up here, she did a great job. She led out on songs. Brother Niles had helped her a little bit, but she sang loud and proud and it was beautiful. She did a good job. So I know that you should be proud of Sarah. <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah. Uh,
2: Brother Niles, would you come up and, and sing a song for us this morning? Let's give Niles a hand. As he's coming up. <laughs> Praise God.
6: Praise God. I was practicing last night, and I sang real well. I think I'm going to start recording it. My voice was too good last night. It' never seems to be good on Sabbath morning. I don't know. I think Satan's after me. but my testimony pretty much is what I sing. so I kind of I do love the Lord. I praise him for his salvation, for his grace that he's given us. I reached way down and pulled us out of the mud. Anytime time you're ready, Nathaniel. People, People said, said I'd, I'd never, never
1: make it.
6: Track, track uh, one there on that one. i never see.
1: Call still holding on.
6: People said, People said I'd never, I'd never make, make it. Is that track one? The other one. That's the other one. Take three. People said I'd never make
7: it. I'd never see it through But they don't know what keeps me going I guess they never have met you Oh, my life was in shambles Till the day you came along My tears into laughter, you gave me a brand new soul. I'm still holding on. Lord, I'll never let you go. You gave Touched my heart, touched my soul and the bridges that's behind me Lord I burn them to the ground I'm still holding on With the best friend ever found, I voted likely not to prosper, was left hanging o'er my head, you'll never count for nothing, oh that's what some people say. I've been known to be unsettled
6: I never stayed around too long But you're the
7: treasure that I was searching for And Lord, I'm still holding
1: on
7: I'm still holding Lord, I'll never let you go You gave me, you gave me a smile You touched my heart, you touched my soul And the bridges that's behind me Lord, I burned them I'm still holding on, the best friend I ever found, the bridges that's behind me, Lord, to burn them to the ground. Friend I ever found, oh, Lord, I'm still holding on. The best friend I ever found.
6: This is track two. That was where the confusion was, I guess. It's called, I will glory in the cross. And that's where our glory is. Like the pastor was saying, or I guess it was Dustin saying, pastor said it too, I guess, he wanted to come down probably from that cross, but even in Gethsemane, he didn't want to go to that cross as he felt the weight of our sin coming on him. He sweat blood. And they say that's possible to do if you're under severe stress. And when they were taking the meat off his bones, I'm sure he wanted to call those 12 legions of angels.
7: Not of works, nor tell of good deeds, for not have I done to merit His grace. All glory and praise shall live. crowns my rope stained with my sin was all that I off
6: sheet up here to me when you're coming uh two i think does it say right on that lyric sheet two one okay one number one our lord is number one Getting old, I need crutches. This song kind of rivals Jesus Loves Me for the little kids to me. It's called He Loves Me. I probably sang it here before. It's hard not to duplicate after a while of songs I used to sing. I can't sing anymore. I'd like to I'm gonna get me a karaoke machine where I can pitch them, and if I can drop the pitch I may make it go ahead.
1: What?
7: i nice.
2: done this here yet or not, or whatever, I just kind
5: of learned this song, but bear with me. God sent his son, they called him Jesus, he came to love he'll then forgive Lived and died to buy my pardon, an empty grave. Sweet to hold A newborn baby And feel the pride And joy he brings Greater still That calm assurance A child can face certain days because he lives, because he lives like in face tomorrow, because he final tomorrow because he
2: I we're here
1: to the, do this in the key of
5: A. Sweet
2: this world there's things that come against us and you know this is a small example of what's going on i my guitar didn't work last week i finally thought i had it fixed and then you know you come and it don't work and this and that that kind of gets on your nerves amen you know how that can work against you but you know what I serve a God that's bigger than my guitar problems, <laughs> bigger than my mechanical problems that I'm going through with my cars, or you know maybe it didn't, didn't work the last few weeks as much as I wanted to, you know, and that sort of thing. But uh, God it has a word for us today, and, and we want to stand in that gap. We want to praise God. We want to lift him up for the good things that he does. I, I'm the kind of person, I like to see the good in things. Amen. I can see the negative things, but I don't try to harp on them. I try to look for those positive things in the world. One of the positive things I see about this virus and about all this stuff is it's going to shake up God's people. God's people are going to have a choice to make, one way or another. They're either going to be with God or they're going to be against God. But there ain't no middle ground, amen. song here, uh, God's got an army, let's try that in A flat, God does have an army, that's what we were talking about just a minute ago, amen, y'all have
5: to sing up loud and proud and help me on this one, Will God's got an army, marching through this land, run says a song, even in his hand, everlasting joy, gladness fills his heart, in this army I've got a part, Deliverance is his song With healing in his hand Everlasting joy and gladness fills his heart In this army I've got a part Well, God's got an army Marching through this land Deliverance is his song Healing in his hand Everlasting joy and gladness fills his heart In this army I've got a part
2: they don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior they certainly don't know him as what would be the general and I know that as this thing progresses in this world that we're living in God is stirring up his people when he starts to stir his people even more where are you going to be are you going to be grounded in the almighty word of God that word that doesn't change it's from everlasting to everlasting or are you going to be like That uh, little bit of uh, leaves that's caught up in the wind and maybe you blow across the earth. Are you going to be blown with every wind of doctrine? That's what, you know, we got to think about those things. We as the church, we got to realize even us, we can get lost and we can get distracted. You know, me and Niles, well, we got something in common. I just got married. Niles is getting ready to get married. It could be a big, big, big distraction just to get lost in your wife how much we love them. You know, it's a it's a, it's a, wonderful thing. But you know what? I still put my time for God. I, I still got God's time. Niles is still going to have God's time. Praise God he's going to bless us in our marriage. He's going to bless us in the things that we do because we're putting God first. I serve a mighty God today. I serve a God that I'm willing to go into battle with. And I know that when I go into battle, should I lose my life if I'll give it gladly because I want to further the cross. Hallelujah. I want the world to know that there is a God. And this God loved us so much that He gave His only begotten Son, praise God, through the veil of the flesh, Jesus Christ. Almighty God walked upon the face of the earth. He gave His life freely for me and you. But you know what? He rose up from that grave. Praise God. His word told me, and it told you, it told them way back then that the only true sign that Yeshua, the Messiah, was going to be the true Messiah was that He would be in that grave for three days and for three nights. I believe because I have faith And I know that God Himself came and lived through this life, the veil of the flesh. We know Him as Yeshua, Jesus Christ. He lived and died for our sins. He was in the grave three full days, three full nights, hallelujah. He didn't go into that grave on a good Friday and raise up on Sunday morning, like the world would like you to believe. But yet, He was cut off in the midst of the week. He was put into that grave, and he rose up on that third day just like he said. Hallelujah. Woo, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God, for what you've done. Thank you, God, you gave me victory because you rose. You live today inside of me and inside my brothers and sisters here in this little church at 712 North Richmond. It's just a little assembly, but God, we owe you so much. We love you, God. We give you our time. We give you our hearts. We give you our tithes. The tenth of what we make, Lord, we put into your possession so that you can do with it what you will, Father. And you know what? Beyond that, we give you our time, God. We're asking God right now that you touch us. You bless us. We're your people. We are called by your name. Holy, holy, holy. We are sanctified and holy. Hallelujah. We are set apart. We're not like the world. When we get up and go to church... We don't go upon the first day of the week on Sunday, the day of the sun. Praise God, but we're raised up. We go to bed on Friday night, and we know when that sunset that it's the Sabbath of the Almighty God. We put our cares aside. We don't care about yesterday, but we're looking for tomorrow. Today is the Sabbath of the Most High God. In Him I find my rest that I can get no other day. Hallelujah. His word says, if you'll call my Sabbath an honor and a delight, that I'll cause you to ride upon the high places of the earth. How many believe that today? Do you believe it, church? Do you believe that God is calling? He's calling His people. Let me tell you something. The word of God says that there's a remnant. And that remnant has to be cut from the same piece of cloth. Hallelujah. That remnant is not going to be anything but tried and true and 100% line upon line, precept upon precept. Praise God. It's going to be true a remnant. We know that God's people are strong today. Not just here in this little church, but around the world. There's people that are trying to have assemblies in places where they're forbidden. And you know what, friends? It might be here in the United States. Someday we may not have the freedom to come to 712 North Richmond. We may have to meet out on a farm somewhere. Praise God, we know people that's got land. My sister's got land out there. We've got a little land. People's got some places where we can gather. Should it be that we can't be here, we're going to see great movement of God. We said, you know, earlier, God is going to be shaking up His people. And it gets hard sometimes. It'll get real hard for His people. But you know what? God will be there. God will be there in the midst of that fire. When you face that fiery furnace, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that fire burned hotter than it had ever burned. Praise God, it burned so hot that those that opened up the door to throw them in was consumed by the fire. But you know what? Just in the midst of that fire, there was the likeness of someone that looked just like the Son of God. Hallelujah. Because it was God. He was right there in the midst. And when those children came out of that fiery furnace, not even the smell of smoke was upon their peril. That's the kind of God we serve. When God led his children out through the Red Sea and he parted that sea, they came across, they didn't come up on the other side all full of mud, soaked in mire. They came upon dry ground. Hallelujah. That's the kind of God I serve. He might make it hard for the world. It might be a little hard on you. But if you'll hang in there, just like the brother's song says, I'm going to hold to Jesus. I'm going to hold on as much as I can. And if he has to pull me through, and sometimes when I'm weak, pull me through, God. But you know what? i got brothers and sisters here that will lift up my hands if I get weak, just like Moses had to have his hands lifted up. We serve a God that's worthy of our praise today. I know the call is right now, just like it was back then. The prophet Isaiah said, come out of her, my people. Cry aloud, spare not. Who's crying aloud today? Hallelujah. I know that I'm not doing as much as I should. I know I'm not. God works with me. God deals with me. I'm ready. God, here I am. Send me. That's the cry today. That needs to be your cry, my cry, the church's cry. We serve God that is going to lead us. He will not forsake us. He's already making preparations for us today. We know that things are going to get tough. We know that Jordan is swollen upon all of its banks, about to overflow, hallelujah. But that spiritual Jerusalem, that city that I look for, God has built. And I want to be a part of that great city. I want to find that city. I want to be a dwelling in that city where every day when I get up, I get to dwell with the Almighty God and His chosen people. Hallelujah. I don't have to worry about the corruption around me. I won't have to worry about who's out to steal my belongings, who's out to take my wife, who's out to uh, uh, murder me or my children, who's out to do the evil against me because they're going to be wiped out. Hallelujah. God has got an army today. Are you going to be a part of the army? Are you going to be drifted apart? God is calling you today. He's calling you. He's telling you right now, you are a peculiar people. My sheep hear my voice. Hallelujah. His word is also, and I want this to resonate. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's what we got to do today. We can't keep nine. We can't keep eight. We can't keep seven. We keep all the commandments. By His grace, we are saved. We understand Hallelujah. But let our works show through what grace has done for us. We can work a mighty work, church. God has given us His Holy Spirit today. I, I, I was coming in this morning just full of the Spirit. woo I'm telling you, I was praising God. I, I had my hands on the wheel. My feet was on the floorboard. But I didn't know if where I was going. I just knew where I was headed, though, because the Spirit of God was leading me. And He was praise. There was praise inside me that day that garment of praise that I put on, He blessed me. He touched me. God can touch you the same way. I know He's touched each and every one of you. I know how He works with His people. He's not a distant God. He wants you to be bubbling up with His Holy Spirit. Sister Regina, I know that you felt His Holy Spirit upon your life, and I know the things you go through, G- Regina, it's just temporary. It's just temporary. It's just for a season. Hang in there. Praise God, He loves you. He dwells inside of you. Those around you, He's put in your place, He's put people in your path for a reason. Lean upon them, sister. God loves you. God loves His people so much that He's prepared people to be there with you. Praise God, some of us may have even entertained angels. I believe we have. I believe that I've seen angels. I believe that God's doing that today more than any other time in this time. I spoke with Niles for a minute. He said something great. and It it touched me. He said, Paul would have loved to be living in this time. And what would Paul have done living in this time? Hallelujah. That word spoke to me, brother. That word speaks to my heart. What would Paul have done? Well, I think he would have really looked at the situation around him. He would have assessed what's going on. He would have said, "Am I going to be a part of this, or am I not going to be a part of it? What am I going to do? I'm going to put God first. That's what we got to do today. We serve God because we love Him. He loves us. We have 100% faith that God is real and living on the inside of us. We have 100% faith that God is going to deliver us. I tell you one thing: I, I, I don't, I don't care for a cold church. I don't care for a lukewarm church. I want to be in a church that's willing to." praise God, that's willing to call black black and white white and to be able to read the Word of God. And if there's something that needs to be changed, we change with it. We change, not the Word changes. We change, praise God. God, deal with us today. God, work with us. Show us our errors of our ways, Lord Jesus. Put our feet on solid ground, hallelujah. I've got loved ones that I'd love to see in church. I know there's loved ones that you'd love to see in church today. Can you believe today? Because in unbelief, it's never going to happen. Because of unbelief, our Lord Jesus Christ could have done so much more when He was here and He was working miracles. The Word says that He'd done so much, but He could have done so much more, but because of their unbelief. Don't let unbelief steal your miracles today. If there's someone you know you want here with you, Pray, believe, and by faith be earnest about your prayers. God will give it to you. His Word says He will. He loves us. He loves your children. Those children you've had, you know you've seen them baptized. You don't know why that they're not living right today. Go to God in prayer. Stay with God. Hang on to the belief that God is going to pull them back. He's got that great drawing power. There's nothing that can draw a Christian but Jesus Christ. The Spirit of Him, when He calls, they don't have a choice. Hallelujah. They're going to come to God. He he loves us so much. When we give our heart to God, we're His. I, I believe we're His. We can fall away. And don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying once saved, always saved. But I'm saying that drawing power is always there, hallelujah. He's going to keep drawing them. they got a choice to make. But when we pray and we stand in the gap, and we say, God, draw them. God, speak to them. Touch them. Give them another opportunity to hear your voice. Praise God, He's going to do it. He's going to speak to them. They have a choice to make. we got to believe, believe, believe God is working a mighty work. We need our children. We need our brothers and sisters around us that have been with us before. We need them to be with us now. God has got an army. And it's marching through the land, praise God. Hallelujah. We believe that God is fighting our battles for us. He says it's not your battle. It's mine. We believe that today. We know we've got a work to do. Because in an army, there's a lots of responsibility. You don't just go to battle on a whim you got to have a battle plan. you got to have something before you. Go to God. Praise God daily. Go to your word. Be strong in your word. And you know what? Be quick to respond when somebody has a word for you. Brother Niles was quick to respond. The Spirit of God was upon my brother this morning when he spoke because I felt it. I feel it in my heart. I feel it in my heart when I come to church and I see those that are raising up their hands and they're praising God. And they're just, it's just them and God. It's just them and God. It's just you and God right now. We can have service here this morning, and we can walk out this door, and it's up to you whether you want that blessing because God's here to bless you. He's here to lead you, and He's here to guide you in your life. Whatever it is that might be against you, God is for you, and He's bigger than anything that's against you. God's love, His banner over us is love. Everything that I've heard this morning from the songs, from the testimonies, It speaks to my heart. You know, my singing there? It wasn't very good, but that wasn't what I was meant to do today. I was meant to speak to you from God. God had a word for you. It wasn't directly in my song, but it was what I had to say because God works that way. You know what? He does. Sometimes in my life, I've been there where I I didn't say what God had me to say. and I'd say, right now, Lord, right now you want me to speak to this person? Right now. You know, and I didn't do it. Somewhat like Jonah. And, you know, what might have came of that if I spoke to that person at that time? I feel the weight of that this morning. But I know that God places these people in certain areas. We have a a way to speak to them. And it's not us. It's God speaking through us. And we know that God loves us. We know that God is for us. If I can get anything through to you this morning is that God's uh, banner over you is love. Love, it it truly shines through. If you can just genuinely love your neighbor, just genuinely love your wife, your son, your daughter, those around you, show them that kind of kindness and love. Let God's Spirit flow through you. It's a conduit. It's contagious. It's more contagious than any virus has ever been. God's love is contagious. Let it flow through you. Let God work a mighty work in your life. Those around you will be blessed. They'll be blessed beyond measure. I know that
1: uh,
2: I, 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 I feel like someday God, God might allow me to be a, a preacher or maybe an evangelist or something like that. And I, I pray that, I, that I'm ready, that I'll be able to speak those words that he has to speak, live the life that I need to be able to live. I, think, I feel like God's prepared me through my life. You know, I, I've, I've, I've been rebellious in my life. But, you know, that, 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 that's a testimony to somebody that I might be able to speak to. Right now, God's working in my life. God's giving me blessings. He's building up the storehouse. He's telling me, Dustin, you better get your house built because I'm blessing you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for what he's doing for me. I can feel it in my life all around me. I prayed for a wife, and he gave me a wife. She's not here today, but she's going to be able to be here every Sabbath day. God is working with me. He's given me blessings. I had one child. Now I've got three more through marriage, and I'm so thankful. Thankful for what God's doing for me in my life. Are you thankful for what God's doing for you and yours? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Dad, come on up.
0: Right back in there. I seen the red light come on. Testing one two three. Testing one two three. Thank you guys. Turn up back here as well. Okay. I'd like for you to turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 at verse 13. I want to read this to you this morning because I've thought for a long time, how can I incorporate those verses because I've not been teaching on those verses. But I'm going to get them here at the start of the message. And I want you to uh, follow with me in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. I'll begin reading at verse 13. Paul says, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, Concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if you believe that Jesus died and rose again, and we've heard some of that mentioned here this morning, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Verse 17 says, Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. How many is looking for the soon coming? of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, we know that that's going to happen here real soon, we believe. And uh, we believe that uh, God will have His day as the Word has said. Now I want you to open to Joel, book of Joel, chapter 2, at verse number 1. I've entitled the message, Blow the Trumpet in Zion. The Bible says in Joel chapter 2 at verse 1, Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord cometh. We've been looking for the day of the Lord. Amen. It's going to be a little different than even perhaps that some of us have thought uh, down through the years. But it's definitely going to be different than those that have taught, taught so many of the things of God, you know, falsely. The Bible says... For the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. Verse 2 says, A day of darkness, a day of gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. As the morning spread upon the mountains, a great people and a strong. There hath not been ever the like, neither shall be any more after it, even to the years of many generations. Now listen to this in this verse. Verse 3 and right on down to probably verse 11. A fire devoureth before them. Now we've heard this, I don't know how many times this morning, the comments have been about God and His army. And it just so happens that on the day, the great day of the Lord, that it's going to have some of the army of God being involved in it. It says a fire devoureth before them, and behind them a flame burneth. The land is as the garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness. Yea, and nothing shall escape them. Verse 7, They shall run like mighty men. They shall climb the wall like men of war, and they shall march everyone on his ways, and they shall not break their ranks. Neither shall one trust another. They shall walk everyone in his path, and when they fall upon the sword, They shall not be wounded. Verse 10 says, The earth shall quake before them, the heavens shall tremble, the sun, the moon shall be dark, and the stars shall withdraw their shining. And the Lord shall utter his voice before his army, for his camp is very great, for he is strong that executeth his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. And who can abide in it? Joel says that God has an army. And we believe that with all of our heart. We believe the things that God said in His Word that hasn't come to pass as yet. One of them, which is a thousand, shall fall at one one side and ten thousand shall fall at the other. These are some things that we know that uh, God is going to have in His army when He has the great day of the Lord years trumpet has been used to arouse and stir people to attention when god had to declare a message of importance the bible teaches us that the trumpet summoned the people and if there was ever a time when zion which literally means god's people needed to be aroused and brought to attention it is now for we're living in some troubling some very troubling times I want to go to Ephesians in the New Testament. Ephesians chapter 5. And I want to look at verse number 14. The Bible says, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise, for the dead and Christ shall give their light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. It means walk carefully and cautiously, redeeming the time, verse 16, because the days are evil. We've been talking about that ever since this coronavirus has happened. It's just kind of sped things up just a little bit. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be ye filled with the Spirit speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord, and giving thanks always for all things unto God, for the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, physical sleep is quite refreshing. It gives strength to the body. A lot of times we wake up in the morning we say, you know, if I could just have another 30 minutes. And it seems like when you take that 30 minutes, you want another 30. But we do know that physical sleep is really refreshing. Whereas spiritual sleep is detrimental to the soul. Spiritual sleep is a lethargic state or a lazy state in which the individual becomes insensitive to the move and work of the Spirit of God. And let me say, involvement in religious activity is not any indication that one is awake a lot of times we do so many things but as far as God is concerned we might as well we might as well have been asleep because it really didn't amount to anything that we were doing for the Lord I want to look at 2nd Peter chapter 3 I've entitled the message blow the trump in Zion I want to look at 2nd Peter chapter 3 I want to share just a little bit this morning to awaken God's people in this desperate hour is probably the most urgent task that the Holy Spirit could perform. You see the majority of Christians are just plain satisfied when they need to be watching and they need to be praying. Many are living as though everything is going to continue the same way that it's always been. But beware the beginnings and uh, beware the beginnings of this great and continual change that we as Christians and we as uh, individuals and citizens of this country are going through. We're going to see some great changes uh, just going continually along until the Lord comes back. Now I want to look here in the second chapter of Peter at verse, chapter 3, at verse number 1. This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, In both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. That ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets. And of the commandments of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Know this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers. Walking after their own lust, and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers have fell asleep. All things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. For this they are willingly ignorant, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that there was being overflowed, then was being overflowed with water, perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by that same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire, against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. For the Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but He is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance." For the day of the Lord will come, the Bible says, as a thief in the night into which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. He says in verse 11, Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Looking for and hastening to unto the coming of the day of God. Wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, Peter says, we are according to his promise. Look for new heavens and a new earth. Wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things. Be diligent that you may be found of him in peace. Without spot and blameless, and account that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you. You know, that's a lot of reading there, but I want to say something this morning. I think that none of us actually know exactly what's going to transpire the day of the Lord's return, but I do believe there's going to be some things going on there that it's going to cause those that are not going to be accepted of God, uh, they're going to go through some awful times of torture, I believe, in their souls. They will say, perhaps, you know, I was offered the opportunity to go with God, but I kept turning Him down. And I think people are going to see that, just the same as they saw it in the days when the water began to rise upon the ark. There in the days of Noah, they're going to say, it's too late. It's too late for me now. You see, one thing about the pandemic that, that has been in, and that, and that is this. Things have not been the same ever since we've gone into the pandemic. Also, it's affected you and me, but listen to me. We should learn from it. We should seek God's face. We should draw near to God. We should get in the Word. We can pray every chance we get. And don't believe everything that you hear. Simply try the spirits. Since we are living in the end time just prior to the Lord's return. The Bible would tell us to stay alert. Amen. Overcome all of our fears with daily faith in the things of God. We're looking for the return of the Lord. But we want to be ready when He comes. We want our faith to be strong in Him and in His word. Thank you Father. Matthew chapter 16 Matthew chapter sixteen. I want to look at verse one down through verse number three. The Bible says in the sixteenth chapter, what did I say? Fifteenth or sixteenth? The sixteenth chapter at verse one, the Pharisees also with the Sadducees came, and they were tempting and desired of him that he would show them a sign from heaven. And he answered and said unto them, When it is evening, you say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. O ye hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. I'm telling you, I believe with all of my heart, as things have begun to move towards the end, I believe they're going to just continue, one right after the other, right after the other. I believe today that the governments that are in the world today, all over the world, have all experienced something that has to do with this pandemic. But I believe it's going to change things forever. I don't believe you're going to see things as they ever was before. You're going to see that they have found out that how they can control you, the people of these countries and these nations. So we're going to have to really trust in God. But I believe when we read that scripture there in the book of Joel and it spoke about God's army, we don't have anything to fear. Amen. Amen. Dustin said, I'll tell you, he said, I'll lay down my life for the things of God. It has to come to that point. When you come to the point that you're ready to lay down your life for the things of God, I believe in this hour, it's not going to be as it was there after the Lord's first uh, coming into the earth. When so many were martyred, I believe God is going to put His people, bless God, on display before the world. I think the return of mighty angels is going to be about us. And we're going to be able to see things happen like we've never felt like we would be able to be a part of. It's going to come. It's going to take place in these last days. He said you cannot discern the signs of the times so many we would know just do not care but listen to me god is near the day of the lord is near one day he will call an end to this old world so we need to do what the bible says and that is to watch and to pray and to blow the trumpet in zion i want to look in luke chapter 21 luke chapter 21 And I was putting the message together. I always get sidetracked. I've told you that before. Sometimes it's so good to get in the word of God. And you'll get to thinking about something. But something else will pop up, you know, there. And you'll think, well, let me me test that out just a little bit. Before you know what, you've been hours sitting there in the word of God. This morning I hope these scriptures are the ones that God would want us to share on this day. I'm looking in Luke chapter 21 at verse number 22. It says, for these be the days of vengeance, the days of retribution, returning of perhaps the eye, for the eye. People have sown and it's going it's to be fulfilled that they're, what things that they have done in their sowing is going to be the things that they're going to receive. Now the Bible says in verse 25, there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon. And in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity the sea and the waves roaring for men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers the Bible says of heaven shall be shaken and then shall they see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and with glory. And that going to be something? We've been waiting for it a long time. I know many people that I know knew in my early days, they were looking for the coming of the Lord, for His for his second coming. But they passed on and they weren't here the day to see the day uh, as we have seen it up to this point. The Bible says, and then they shall see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. He's coming back with His angels. Did you know that? Just millions and millions of angels that's the cloud that's going to return with him the Bible says in verse 28 but when these things begin to come to pass the Bible says look up lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh thank God for that and he spake to them a parable and he said behold the fig tree and all the trees when they now shoot forth you see and know of your own selves that summer is now nigh at hand. So likewise ye, when you see these things come to pass, know that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Verse 33, for heaven and earth shall pass away, but he says, my words shall not pass away. Take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and the cares of this life And so that day come upon you unaware. For as a snare shall it come on all of them that dwell on the face of the earth. So verse 36 says, Watch ye therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. As we go through this coronavirus, know that these be the days of great distress. These be the times of troubles, troubling times. We're seeing unnecessary death. Can you think about that just for a moment? Unnecessary death. We don't need to see people still dying as a result of the coronavirus. We're seeing destruction upon the people. And whether we believe it or not, we are seeing government in control of its citizens. This just tests how far it can go. This is the reason that they're doing things like this. They'll say, you know, years from now they might look back and say, you know, when we set out there and put out that uh, coronavirus amongst the people, we found out then this and that, that and this, concerning the things that we feel like we want to do and can do, well, they pretty much can do just about anything that they want to do. and We've seen that be the case the just this this just test how far it can go but can i say to you this morning we can learn from it we can learn from it and i believe if our faith is strong in god as i believe that it is we're going to just say that this was something that came about and it was a time of testing but we came out and prevailed on the winning side i want to turn to mark chapter Mark 13 in the New Testament. And I want to look at verse number 19. For in those days shall be affliction, such as was not from the beginning of the creation which God created unto this time, or neither shall be. And except that the Lord Had shortened those days, no flesh should be saved, but for the elect's sake, whom he hath chosen, he hath shortened the days. And when, if, and then, if any man shall say to you, Lo, here is Christ, or Lo, here he is there, believe him not. For false Christ and false prophets shall arise, and shall show signs and wonders to seduce if it were possible even the elect but take ye heed for behold i have foretold you all things but in those days after that tribulation the sun shall be darkened the moon shall not give her light the stars of heaven shall fall and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken and then shall they see the son of man coming we've read several places here this morning talking about the soon coming or the coming of the Lord. The Bible says, And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then shall he send his angels and shall gather together his elect from the four winds from the uttermost parts of the earth to the uttermost part of heaven. Now learn a parable, he says, of the fig tree. When her branch is yet tender and she putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is near. So ye in like manner, when you shall see these things come to pass, know that it is nigh even at the doors. For verily I say unto you, that this generation shall not pass till all these things be done. For heaven and earth shall pass away, but again he says, My words shall not pass away. But of that day and of that hour no man knoweth No, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Take ye heed, verse 33, watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey, who left his house, gave authority to his servants, and to every man his work, and commanded the porter to watch. Watch ye therefore, for you know not when the master... Of the house cometh, whether it be at evening, at midnight, or the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. We are watchmen. We are watchmen concerning the things of God's word. And I believe with all of my heart, it's going to be the greatest time that any of us has ever experienced, if we're still living and abiding in this land at the time just prior to the Lord's coming I believe he is putting his army together whether that be uh, a spiritual army or just an army of those that are around you know in flesh and blood form like we are I believe there's God's God's going to do mighty things amen there's no need in us thinking that God's not going to do mighty things he is all powerful amen And He's in control of all these things. And if we're right with God, we don't have anything to worry at all about. If we're right with God, and I believe we are right with God. You see, God looks down on a little service like this today. And I believe He says, you know what? He's talking to maybe some angels that's close by. And He sees the angels that are gathered with us today. We don't know how many angels are here in this auditorium this morning. But we believe that God has sent His angels to work with us and to help us. Amen. They are ministering spirits to the children of God. I believe good things and godly things are going to transpire. And I believe God's going to use us to bring them to pass. I believe men and women and little children have all got their part uh, in the days when God has prepared His people for His second coming. I want to go to John chapter 1. I want to go to John. A couple of scriptures that we've read many times. But I want to use them here this morning. The Bible says in John 1 at verse 10. He, speaking of the Lord, was in the world. The world was made by him. And the Bible says then the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Sometimes we think, you know, they was awful bad people. No, they were just people like you and me. And they had heard of the coming of the Lord, but they made no preparations for the day of his coming, and they were caught off guard. You see, Israel was completely unprepared for the first coming of the Lord. The prophets had accurately foretold the coming of Christ. They had even described many of the major events in his life, and they fit like a glove. They looked forward with anticipation to his appearing, but the word declares his own received him not. Why did they receive him not? Because he had no intentions in becoming a governor or a king reigning in the physical realm. He showed no interest ruling over material matters. He came as a king, but not the kind of a king that they wanted. So the Bible says they refused him. I want to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I want to look at verse number 8. The Bible says, Which none of the princes of this world knew, For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. For as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the hearts of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now you have received not the spirit of the world, thank God for that, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given unto us. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. Boy, we ought to want everything the Holy Ghost can teach us about. Amen? We ought to pray every morning when we get up. We ought to pray every time when we, you know, get in our car, when we go out on the job, just be in a continual prayer. You can be in the spirit of prayer. And in that spirit of prayer, we ought to be able to say, Holy Spirit, teach us the spiritual things that God would want us to have teach them to us you see the bible says that he came unto his own his own received him not he was despised he was rejected by the majority they crucified the lord of glory the bible says they put him to open shame they failed to discern the day of their visitation they said we have no king but caesar crucify this jesus We will not have him rule over us, crucify him. And the Bible says that he was crucified upon that old rugged cross. I want to turn to the 10th chapter of this same book of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And I want to read from verse 5 down through verse number 11. The Bible says in verse 5, with many of them God was not well pleased. For they were overthrown in the wilderness, basically they perished. Now these things were were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things which would be carnal things as they also lusted, neither be ye idolaters as some of them were as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drank and they rose up to play, aren't Aren't people doing that today? They're they're not discerning the the signs of the times. Oh, they may say, you know, we're seeing this and seeing that, but they're not putting it together to whether or not God is involved in it or not. The Bible says in verse 8, Neither let us commit fornication. Have some of them committed, and listen to this, and they fell in one day three and twenty thousand. You think God... Won't pay back and and give retribution to what an individual deserves. He's gone to. The Bible says. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted, and were destroyed of serpents. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured, and were destroyed of the destroyer. Now look what it says in verse number eleven. All these things happened unto them, for in samples or examples. And they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world has come. We can learn from the mistakes of those that refuse the Lord. We can learn from those examples because they're here in the word of God in the book. Go with me to Isaiah chapter 21. I don't have very many more places to take you. But I was just encouraged, you know, as I was sitting sitting down and figuring what I was going to talk about. I thought, you know, I haven't mentioned anything about the Lord coming back. I hadn't mentioned anything about the army of God. I hadn't mentioned anything about some of the things that would transpire in the days of the Lord's coming. I'm not going to share all of them with you today. But I do want you to know that we are to blow the trumpet in Zion. It's a phrase I know. But yet it means so much to us when we understand that the trumpet of God is being sounded to His children. God is concerned about His children. Amen. Now I want you to look here in the 21st chapter of Isaiah. It says in verse 5, Prepare the table, watch in the watchtower, eat, drink, arise you princes, and anoint the shield. Listen to this. For thus hath the Lord said unto me, Go set a watchman, and let him declare what he seeth. It says, prepare the table. What does that mean? It means we prepare the table by hungering and thirsting after righteousness. And he says here, anoint the shield. What does it mean? We know we wear a shield of faith, but anoint it. Let the anointing be upon you every minute of your life. When you get ready to go and do something, put a little anointing oil. You don't have to let it run down your brow. Just put your finger in the anointing oil and touch it someplace upon your body. You're going to go out and work that course of a day or you're going to be involved in something in the course of that day. You need the anointing oil to be upon you. I'm telling you something, the devil can't come through that anointing. Amen? He can't come through the blood, but he also can't come through the anointing. Hallelujah. God's people are to be watchmen. They are to wear the anointing oil, which is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. So we need to anoint our shield of faith. And we should say, Lord, I thank you for this anointing. Thank God for everything you possibly can, because God will honor you when you thank him for what he has done for you. Now, I want to look here in the 62nd chapter of Isaiah. while we're in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 62. And I want to look at verse number, uh, let's see. I want to look at verse number 6 and verse number 7. It says, I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem. Now, listen to this. Which shall never hold their peace day and night ye that make mention of the lord keep not silent now look what it says in this verse give him no rest ye that make mention of the lord give him no rest till he establish until he makes jerusalem a praise in the earth now when it's talking about jerusalem And Zion is simply talking about the church. It's the same reference. You see, the church used to have the anointing of God abiding upon it. Boy, wouldn't it have been something to live in the days when the church was so full of strength and so full of power. There was no sickness that couldn't be healed and wasn't healed. I'm telling you, it would have been a great thing to experience that in those days. But can I say to you, I think some of the greatest experiences we're going to have as God's children are just before us. I believe if we will just hold taunt to the line, if we will keep our faith fashioned towards God's word, if we'll say, I will serve him even though he would slay me, you're going to see God use you in a special and a powerful way. I believe it with all of my heart. I believe when we look at the church, what the church was in the days of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, it will return again. Hallelujah, until God's people. I thank God for that. I want to close with Joel chapter two. Joel chapter two in the Old Testament. I'll give you a little time to find that. It's right after the book, I believe, of Hosea. Hosea and then Joel. Joel, I probably should say and pronounce it that way. Let's see. What did what chapter did I say? Chapter two, okay. Now, I want to look at verse number 27. It says in verse 27, You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. How many believe God is in the midst of his children? We believe that with all of our heart. And that I am the Lord your God and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. He said in verse 28, And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit. This all happened on the day of Pentecost. It was a prophecy by the prophet Joel. It shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. How many believe the Bible says if we'll ask rain... In the days of the latter rain, God will give us bright clouds, big clouds. He will shower us down with the Holy Spirit again. I've said it before, and I know many people, other people have said it. What God has done before, He will often do again. Amen. The Bible says, and also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens in those days will I pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders in heavens and in the earth. Blood, fire, pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness. Now you see, I'm reading this in the 62nd chapter of, I mean we're reading it in the book of Joel and we read while well ago in the book of Isaiah. But can I say to you that it didn't have all of these in things included in it at the first outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But as we're reading it down through here, we believe that it's going to be uh, going to be a restoration of the things of God through the children of God. The Bible says in verse thirty, I will show wonders in heaven and in the earth, blood, fire and pillars of smoke, the sun shall be darkened into darkness, and the moon into blood before the great and the terrible day of God of the Lord come. And it shall be that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Think about it. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord going to be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord has said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. You see, God wants us to blow the trumpet in Zion. He wants us to speak God's Word and to speak it as pure and as right as we possibly can. That we won't take anything off of the Word. We won't lessen it. We won't put more on the Word of God. We'll just speak the Word of God. There is authority and there is power in the Word of God. Amen. The Bible says, blow the trumpet in Zion. The Bible says, keep watchmen upon the wall. And the Bible has warned us in almost every passage we read today that we are to watch and we are to pray I'm going to call it all prayed up I like that little terminology and that little phrase when I preached that message here sometime back it just a little, little thing I found out you know that I that I'm rekindle that in my spirit from time to time I'll go in to pray when I have my time for prayer and I say God I want you to forgive me for my sins and after I prayed for a while I say to the Lord it comes to my mind Am I all prayed up? Brother, we need to be all prayed up. Amen. I mean, we're talking about things that are going to happen upon this earth that are what we would call contagious. They could destroy us. They could devour us. But brother, when we got faith in God and believe that God will put us on display before the world, there's no reason for us to come out uh, half beaten up and half torn up and destroyed by the enemy I believe God is going to have these sisters and the brothers are going to be working for God and we're going to see the good things of God come to pass I believe it with all of my heart I sometimes I just wished I could I wished I could say with my mouth all the good things that I feel in my heart towards God because we're human flesh and blood we don't often do that And we can't just let it roll out and come out. Don't happen the way we would like for it to be. But I think we get the intent of God's word. And brother, I'm going to tell you something. I believe that God is going to raise up a people in the last day. A mighty people, a people of restoration, a people of the spirit and the power of Elijah and Elisha, the great men of God. They were able to call fire down from heaven, bless God they were able to do things that no ordinary man could do they was able to bring the dead back to life again they was able to sustain through their 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 provisions that they had the ability to do to provide for a woman that just had a little oil in her barrel but brother he filled her he filled her barrel full didn't he her barrel was full to overflowing and it lasted a many many days He was able to pray and just ask a young man one time, just where did you drop that axe head in, that water? And he said, well, it was about right here. He said, that's no problem. That old axe head just came floating right up to the top. An iron axe head floating right to the top. God is powerful. And he loves every one of you here this morning. He loves you, Sister Darlene. You could say in your life that you faced a lot of troubles and i know you have i don't have to know how many but i know because you're flesh and blood blood you have faced a lot of troubles
1: yes.
0: you've gone through a lot of trials yes. but god is going to do something great through you he's going to provide he is providing now but he's going to provide for you like never before i believe it with all of my heart oh hallelujah god we bless you and praise you today for this your daughter for your sons and your daughters that are here this day. God, let mighty blessings be upon their life. Let the power of the Holy Spirit guide them, speak to them, and meet every every battle they might face. Let them meet it head on because, God, you said in your word, greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. God, we praise you and bless you today in Jesus' precious name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father.
2: Amen. Let's give a, a pastor a hand clap. Thank you, Lord.
1: Yes.
2: Very good. How many decided to go with Jesus? How many have decided to go that way? Let's sing this song this morning. If you guys, if you feel like standing, stand, let's sing this song. We're going to close out. We might have prayer right down here. And uh, if you want prayer, come on down. We're going to pray. Now let's stand and sing this little song.
5: I have decided to follow Jesus, I have decided to follow him, though none go with me, still I will follow, though Me and the world behind me, the cross before me, and the world behind me, the cross.
2: He poured out that spirit, and, and it did come on the day of Pentecost. You know, and I read about what happened in the book of Acts, but what gives me such great joy is that book of Acts is not a closed book. That book is still open today. Hallelujah. That spirit that he poured out there on the day of Pentecost, it, it blew in like a Russian mighty wind. Hallelujah. And I feel it blowing right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Today, I feel my soul's been lifted up. I feel like I went to church and I've done something today. I blessed God today. I touched the hem of his garment. Hallelujah. And I tell you what, he's blessed me. I know he's blessed you. Let's sing this little song just one more time. If you believe that you're going to hold on and you're going to follow Jesus through all of this, let's sing it together.
5: Well, I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow him, though none go with me. Still I will follow. No turning back, no turning, no turning back, because I have decided. This little light of mine, well, I'm gonna let it shine, oh yeah, this little light of mine, well, I'm gonna let it shine, this little light of mine, well, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, well I'm gonna let it shine. Oh yeah, this little light of mine, well I'm gonna, gonna let, let it shine. shine. This little light of mine, well I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Let it shine. Let's all down to the river where there's a man that's walking on the water won't you come with me The man I want to see this man walking on that water this little item Light of mine, but I'm gonna let it
1: shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. Praise your holy, holy name. Yes,
2: thank you, Jesus. We're gonna gather down here on the front. If you guys, if anybody wants to come and pray, everybody's welcome to come and pray. We're gonna take the anointing oil, we're gonna believe that by faith. we can ask and god is going to give it to us his word says you have not because why you ask not we know lord jesus we're going to ask right now for some things and if it be according to your will we're going to believe that by faith you're going to give it to us today today on your sabbath day